I'm Michelle, also known as Rebel. I have the amazing Rolanda Watts on the show with me today. Thank you, Rolanda, for joining me today. Well, it's a joy to join you. Thank you so much for having me. I, you know, I'm literally in the middle of rehearsing a play, so I'm really excited to be here on my lunch break, so I, I slipped out. That's great. <laughs> Can you tell us what play you're in? Yeah, you know, it's a new play called Sandblasted. And it's okay. being put on by the Vineyard Theater here in New York City, which is a very famous theater for introducing new shows that are fostered to go on to Broadway. And also it's in partnership with the Women's Project, which is the oldest theater group of women, you know, producers and supporters of stage in the country. So it's an exciting play. It's about three women and their journey through life and aging and friendship and all of that good stuff. And it's written by a woman who's getting a lot of attention as a young playwright here. And so it's an exciting time. Yeah, that is outstanding. I'm so happy to hear when people have new gigs starting up and and coming down the pike. It gives me joy because I, I'm like, oh, my gosh. We've got stuff coming, you guys. Just hold on. Yes, hold on. And you know, my um, my sitcom partners in rhyme. That's yes. MC Light sitcom on All Black Network I've is uh, is going very well too. So. You know, hang in there, folks. We're coming back. You know, Broadway was coming back and the stage, and then we got a little slowdown, but we're aiming for spring and thinking positive. That's all we can do. And and we need art right now more than ever. Oh, I agree with that completely. Would be It would have been such a boring time for everyone had we not had artists doing music from their homes and putting on Zoom call plays. And I just love how this brought everyone's creativity to the forefront. It really did. Yes. And people started telling themselves, I can do this and I am going to do it. Isn't it interesting? You think about how many people aren't even going back to the workforce because they found themselves, they reinvented themselves during the whole COVID travesty, but there were some good things that came out of it. I always say crap makes gardens grow. Uh, (laughs) Yes, that's true. As I have big roses behind me, but you don't have any beautiful rose like this without some crap to it, Rebel. You know, you can't make pretty roses without some manure. And and I said, if that's the case, we're going to have a garden of Eden when this thing is over. Oh, yes. We've been through it. I can't wait to see what what comes out of it, though. I um, know. I've spoken or at uh, the podcast, we've spoken with a lot of musicians recently, and they're just brimming with new material. And, yeah. and I love that. So moving on from that, though, Rashonda, I am Rashonda. So Oh, oh my I'm God. sorry, Richard. That is, that is, that, I love That's it. That's my friend. My friend, <laughs> I had a good friend many years ago named Rashonda, and I just gave you a great compliment, Rolanda. <laughs> well, I'm getting tongue tied. So I feel Listen, so silly now. Usually I worry about people who put the A in the middle because my name is R O L O N D A, Rolanda, not Rolanda, is Rolanda. Right. 
with an O in the middle, but Rashonda was a whole different scramble of a letter. (laughs) Apparently, I still have scrambled brain from the snow that we've gotten in the Rebel. Is that your name, Rebel? No, that oh, is just I like the name it, though. that, thank you. We like started out name. with the podcast and, um, yeah. yes, I met someone shortly after I started the podcast and I introduced myself as Rebel and he was like, what's your real name? <laughs> and I was like, why can't it be Rebel? Aren't we all playing characters in our own lives? <laughs> I'm like, let me be rebel. <laughs> this is your movie. <laughs> right. So, but anyway, Rolanda, I gave you a huge compliment because Rolanda is a lovely woman. Well, thank uh, you. Hi, Rolanda. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to ask you, you have been a character on Curious George for many years. Would you tell us about that experience? Absolutely. You know something, I have many jobs and have had many (laughs) careers. And, you know, playing that best friend of that little monkey, Curious George, (laughs) is one of my favorite jobs. I'm Curious George, I'm Professor Wiseman. And I've been Professor Wiseman for, gosh, almost two decades now, really. And on that show, I get to work with some of the biggest names in the voice acting business. Frank Welker, who plays Curious George, who's also a Scooby-Doo since the 1960s. He's like the oh third gosh. highest paid actor. I get to work with, you know, Howard Macy was uh, one of our narrators and Rico Reform and Jeffrey Myers. And there's so many great people who come in and E.G. Daly that I get to work with who are all top names in voice acting. So that's always been a fun thing. But I'm also on Lego City Adventure, Madagascar, uh, Tyler Perry's first animated show called Medea's Tough Love, The Proud Family. They do a lot of animation. I love that show. I yeah, show. yeah, it's, it's a fun one. That was one of my first animated jobs back in the day. But yeah, I, I have a, a lot of fun with voice. And I'm also a voice acting masterclass teacher. And so for Ooh, those yes. who are interested in getting into voice acting, as they see I'm having so much fun, and I'm always talking about it on Clubhouse, they want me to teach them. And, and you know something, you know, Rebel, we were talking about, you know, some of the good things that came out of COVID. And I think, you know, as an actor, and I was about to go on my stand-up comedy tour, and I had worked so hard for that, to get to that place. And then, you know, like a lot of us, the rug was ripped right from under you. And it was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And I just found that in that time, I found that helping people really helped me get through and continues to. People were like, I've got to reinvent myself. My job doesn't exist. Or I hated my job anyway. I don't want to go back. (laughs) What are some other options? And I'm always standing for reinvention. So much they call me the reinventionist. But, you know, we started talking about what are other things we can do? What are some gifts that we have within us that we can't go without? You know, because we will go without if we don't go within. And so finding that voice in you and finding the possibilities really created a, a whole masterclass for me and helped create new careers for my students. So I'm really excited about that. Where can our listeners find the information on that if they would like to check in on that? Yeah, absolutely. Go to Rolanda.com. Now you know it's R-O-L-O. 
NDA, Rolanda.com and all the information's there. And if you want to set up a discovery call, I'm happy to talk with people, Rebel. I like to, you know, I think that whether it's my class or anybody else's class, it's important to take a class if you're interested in voice acting or anything new so that you really learn it well and get a good foundation and make some discovery calls and see if, you know, your teacher is the right one for your fit and your personality and and then make it happen, man. We're starting a brand new year. Do something you've always dreamed of doing. Don't let another day pass because we're, you know, no, no tomorrow is promised to anyone. So do the best you can with, with making your dreams come true today. And if voice acting is something that you dream of, I'd love to help you. I love that. And you guys, if you're interested in voice acting, this is the lady to talk to. She <laughs> is amazing all the way around. We're just going to get a small tidbit of what she's got going on today. So check her out. I'm just saying. So Rolanda, (laughs) um, what was your biggest, what, which role was your biggest challenge? And why was that? And how did you deal with that? Because I bet you're a lady who does not let any obstacle get in your way. You know, when you said that, the object that came back to me, one of my biggest challenges was I did the uh, the musical, you know, Menopause the Musical. Okay. I did Menopausia el Musical. I did the whole musical in Spanish. Can wow. you believe it? And I had to work with a trainer because I was speaking North Carolina Spanish. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm español a poquito solamente necesito practicar mi español, which means I need to practice, basically. Bueno, <laughs> bueno. Listen, I worked with a coach and I got up there and I had to sing. I had to speak Spanish. And there were nights, Rebel, where I actually went home from the theater and threw up and cried. Oh, I was like, oh. why did I agree to do this? Why did I agree to do this. Well, first of all, it's a great play and it's, you know, about women in my age group. So it was even better. And the the director was a, was a guy from Broadway. And my dream has always been doing more stage and Broadway is a dream like every other actor. And I just said, do it, throw yourself out there, see who you are. And I got through it, but I tell you what, I was, must've been a ding a ling to, (laughs) (laughs) It was very challenging, but I did it. And and I'm very proud of myself for that, but I don't think I'd do that again. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. I'm like bungee jumping. (laughs) That would be that would be challenging for me as well because I speak Tex Mex. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So yeah, that would be, you know, (laughs) that would be a challenge for me. But I was wondering, you said to me previously, you knew Queen Latifah, or you know Queen Latifah, right? Yeah, of course. Yes, indeed. I knew Queen, well, we called her Dana, back mm-hmm. in Newark when she was, gosh, I think she was about 13 when I met her. And oh. met her and her mom, who was just a, you know, I was a news reporter back then, um, and a young woman myself. Uh, working for New Jersey Network. So I covered a lot of New Jersey and her mom was a very, very prominent and very well-respected educator. And so I knew them. I just knew little Dana who was becoming an up-and-coming rapper. (laughs) You know, look at her today. 
she is just magnificent and I'm so proud of her and she's such a great role model for us all and 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 watch her show it's good the equalizer equalizer amazing I love it she just keeps going and going and going you know it's funny because um Back in that day, MC Light was was a young rapper. You know, women yes. were making their way. I did the first story in America on hip hop. Gosh, I was with Eyewitness News at the time. Oh God! And yeah. it, and you know, the kids in the street with their music were changing the industry. And I did a story on it. And I was taught. And of course, I wanted to cover the women. This was the 1980s, oh, yes. so women were doing it. And MC right. Light, Queen Latifah. Roxanne Shante, all of these young with salt and pepper, all of them were coming up and created quite a bit of history for music for women. So right. yeah, I'm proud of those, proud of those young ladies. Yes. And, they and happy to work with them. You know, it's crazy. MC Light was on my set and now I'm on her set. It's 30 great. years later. That's fantastic. Crazy. I love it. You actually, you've been in a lot of shows that I've watched. As I was looking through IMDb, I was like, oh, I've watched that. I've watched that. I watched that. (laughs) I've seen that. I bet I saw that episode too. But you also, because you are multi-talented, you also have written a book, correct? Yes, I wish I had one right here. I could pop up and show you. Yes, it's called Destiny Lingers. And it's a it's a romance novel, an interracial love romance. It's about an investigative news reporter in New York City who's tracking down all the big stories, not paying any attention to her own life until she finds this long strand of red hair stretched across her husband's bed pillow. And of course, the only person with bright red hair that she knows is her best friend. So you'll oh. see where that goes. But a hostage situation, a hurricane, she goes down to North Carolina from New York City just to get her head together. And she meets this handsome police chief and come to find out that was the little boy that she was in love with as a kid, but they couldn't be together because of segregation. So I asked the question, if time moved on, could destiny linger? What would you do at a second chance at your first love? And it's a fun b- book. I mean, the guys are loving it because I got great hostage situations in there, oh, hurricanes, yes. and a cop and a journalist. Yes. So it's got some grittiness, but it's also great romance, great sex scenes. It'll take <laughs> you away. And Dr. Monica Angelo endorsed it, by the way. And it's won some awards, quite a few awards. Very nice. I'm very proud of it. Now I... we've got to work on the screenplay and the audio book. And oh, yes, I would. <laughs> Definitely. I would love to see that happen. I've read the book and oh, good. I thank you. highly, highly recommend the oh, book. Oh, honey, thank you. Yes, ma'am. It was captivating. It had some action. It was juicy. You were like, what's going to happen? What? I mean, you know, and I mean, there were some characters in there. I am not going to lie to you. I was like, I do not like this person at all. <laughs> I was like, I don't like this person. (laughs) So, but it all works out. (laughs) Oh, that makes me so happy. I tell you, when you you talk about challenging things, that was another very challenging thing, writing the book. But I remember Dr. Maya Angelou saying to me, don't you die with this story still in you. And that thing, that one line she said, scared me so much. I put my butt in that chair and I took a, a year off work, really. And just dedicated myself to it. It is one of the most rewarding things. If you have a book in you, get me to the computer, start writing. 
Because, you know, you just go by all these funeral, I mean, you know, the what's that they say? You go by the graveyards and you look out there and you say, look at all the inventions that could have happened, all the books that could have been written, all the dreams that could have come true. Right. You know, don't take, don't take your good stuff, your juice with you. He's right. Leave it up here for everybody else to enjoy when you're gone. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. And my family has been encouraging me to write a book. Specifically, they're on the children's book track for me. Oh, yeah. And let me tell you this do you know children's books are the most sought after books right now? They are through the roof. Yeah. And, and understand that it, you know, don't, it's never too late y'all that your timing could be perfect right now, you know, for children's books in particular. And that, you know, when I was writing about the interracial romance, the the movie loving came out and I was like, now I understand where it took 10 years to get it out because it had to wait for fertile ground to be born. So you're you're, you're just impregnated in the gestation period. And you will birth that baby called a book (laughs) because it's like birthing a baby. Of course, I've never had one. I don't know. (laughs) I do like Loving as well. That was a great movie. Yes, indeed. So, yeah. Yeah. So you've Mm -hmm. done voices for video games. And I think that is so awesome. Yeah. You know, I'm a lot. If you like League of Legends, which is like the, the number one game, if you, I think it still is. It makes like a billions of dollars a day. Uh, right. League, and, and who am I to say? But I work for League of Legends. So. Right, <laughs> but right. I'm, I'm Alawi, the, uh, the champion, the two-time champion of Alawi. And it's fun because I know absolutely nothing about gaming. Oh, but I do. Yeah, I know. But my character Elawi talks like this, and she's uh-huh. a and she's just wonderful and delicious. And I love, you know, this was um, I've been Elawi for quite a few years now. And what I really was excited about this when you see Elawi, and it's spelled I L L O A I. You can look her up. Look at the, she's a big voluptuous. She's a Kraken, you know, she's a big old, but they, but they, what was excited to see that women were being brought in as strong sure. characters and people go on cameo and ask me to do messages for people in my Allowy voice all the time. Hey, <laughs> that's cool though. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. Games are a lot of fun and they've come a long way. They have a lot of storyline now and not so much screaming and yelling, but yeah, we get a, you got to learn how to take a good punch with your voice and give a good throw of a rock with your voice and yeah. do all those kinds of things. But yeah, video games are a lot of fun. Yeah. What are your top three types of work as a voice actress? And, well, as an actress, period, because you do, you do everything. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I like, I really do like them all. I love comedy. You know, I comedy when I majored in theater arts at Spelman college, comedy was my thing and musical theater, a lot of that. Right. Um, but I also love very serious roles. You know, I've, I've played the, the medical examiner on criminal minds and I've played crazy people and um, you know, villains and that, you know, so I sometimes like very serious roles. But I, you know, either way, I think, I think the, the bottom line and whatever I do is it's great storytelling. I love telling stories and stories are the backbone of our human existence. We did that since caveman days. And that's how we connect as human beings is telling each other stories. So I think that I find the story in my characters, whether I'm doing stand-up comedy or I'm doing 
a drama or movie, TV, whether I'm doing my podcast, whether I'm writing my novel or this play that I'm working on, these characters help tell stories. They're telling stories about something that connects human to human. And that's my job. My job is to dig in there and find out what that is. And I think that's the journalist in me also and the talk show host in me also that has this insatiable curiosity and wants to be the first one to come and tell you something new. So I incorporate <laughs> that in, in everything that I do. And, I, and I've been very blessed to have found the thread that combines it. Otherwise, I'd just be a bunch of string of pearls without a string, you know. But when you put it all together, it makes a beautiful little necklace. But you got to hold tight to that stuff or else you look like a scatterbrain or you look schizophrenic. But, you know, and listen, Rebel, people think you're crazy until you start making money, right? It's true. So, so I think that, uh, like I said, I think the one common thread is telling a good story and entertaining people, moving people to do something, positive change. And, and my stories have helped change laws and change minds and change hearts over the 40 years I've been storytelling. And um, I'm very proud of that. So I, that's what I want to keep doing. That is fantastic. I'd love to hear that that is your common thread. It's when you're a storyteller, that's the greatest compliment, you know, to yourself to just keep that storyline and and just figure it out and stick with it. I love that. Where was your talk show filmed? Was that in New York, in City. New York City? In New okay. York City. Yeah. Right. We had a four year run from 94 to 98. And uh, when things got crazy and people started throwing chairs and breaking noses and killing oh. each other. I got on a plane and left for Hollywood. <laughs> and said, I'm gonna I go don't do know something. if that was an improvement. I, know, I don't know if that was an improvement. Listen, now I work with a monkey. What can I say? Hey. You know? <laughs> I'm curious. No, whatever George. works, right? Yeah. <laughs> At least he's not yeah. throwing chairs. At least he's not killing anybody. That's right. That's right. Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Well, Rolanda, that is all I've got for today. Oh, I you. am so thankful that you were willing to take a few minutes of your very busy schedule and spend it with me. I, I'm very excited to have you. So thank oh, you. Listen, thank you, Rebel. I've thoroughly enjoyed meeting you and I've enjoyed this conversation. And let's hope we, we reached out and touched somebody today. Definitely. And, uh, maybe they'll tell their own story in some way as well. Absolutely. I think yeah. it's relatable for sure. Listeners, you know, I'm going to ask you before I go to please go on Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review and drop me a line. I love to know what you're thinking and who you might want to see on the show. So keep in touch. Thanks. Bye, y'all.